0: Welcome to Bespin Ice Cream Stand. My name is Josh O'Rourke, and with me as always, why did you think he chose the hardest location to find in the entire galaxy? He came to this island to die. Bennett Campbell Ferguson.
1: <laughs> yes, and I also um, uh, brought a bushy beard, a wig, and several uh, different ro- Jedi robes to change into, each color coordinated to match my mood, so I'm all set.
0: <laughs> so, we're talking Star Wars news. Uh, it hasn't been a huge week for news, but uh, I think I wanted to jump off with, and I'm sure I'm saying her name wrong uh, Soraya Wilson, who, uh, as far as I know, won a contest to interview Daisy Ridley and Ryan Johnson. Um, and she's been dropping nuggets on Twitter for the last week or two, um, including that Ryan Johnson's trilogy uh, is still a go. And then um, yesterday, she um, she said that uh, Ryan Johnson confirmed that there was no pre existing plan to kill Ben Solo off in Episode Nine.
1: I had only heard that Ryan Johnson's trilogy was back on, uh, or or would or would or had never officially been off. I should say to rephrase that, but I just want to really quickly comment on that idea that there was you know no existing plan to kill. Ben Solo. I mean, first of all, obviously she wanted to release that nugget, you know, to to pander to the really hardcore Relos. But more importantly, there was no existing plan from Ryan Johnson because Ryan Johnson was never involved with episode nine. He had no <laughs> plans for episode nine whatsoever. His plan was to direct The Last Jedi. And leave, and then he was going to pass the baton to Colin Trevorrow, and then, oops, he was going to pass the baton back to J.J. Abrams. <laughs> so, yeah, like, that's
0: what I mean. That's what she says too. She explains that Ryan Johnson says it was a, a quote, and I'm quoting her, not Ryan Johnson. It was a, a quote, full handoff between episode seven and eight, just as it was from eight to nine. Yeah. Um, my my problem with that is we're taking this person's word for it, and she's not a journalist. We don't know her ethics. We don't know her education. uh, And she hasn't released the entire interview. It's just her trying to drop these nuggets to, you know, clamoring Star Wars fans. So that's why I have a problem with all this as,
1: as news. But I'm sorry, I interrupted you. Well, we were talking off mic, and I think you made some good points about how dubious all this is, Josh. And I think the main problem is that it gets to the heart of you know, what's wrong with the media in general today. It's it's more about headlines. It's more about bits of information. You and I, I mean, not to pump ourselves up too much, but we did study journalism. And I think we have an appreciation for, you know, the fact that the story matters more than the, the headline. So by the time she releases the full interview, if she ever does, it's going to be meaningless because she will have just released these, you know, buzzy little clips. It just seems to feed into the Twitterfication (laughs) of the the news (laughs) business. So I I get why she's doing that. She obviously knew this was going to play well, but it's uh, not the classiest way to handle it for sure. I I think that sort of speaks to
0: the issue with the fandom in a lot of ways, uh, which is to say that that's sort of, should be a non-news story uh, because there's no way to corroborate any of the things she's saying right now. Yeah. Um, So it could be just anybody. And also, you know, uh, it helps her career as a novelist for people to read in a Star Wars website that this person said this, and then they look a little further and then they buy her romance novels. I mean, I don't know how many people are doing that, but, you know, she's certainly getting a lot of attention for what she's saying, uh, at least these past couple of
1: weeks. Yeah, I mean, it's obviously an issue of self promotion. And it's obviously also about, you know, releasing kind of news that technically people already know because we actually knew that Ryan Johnson's trilogy was never officially put on the back burner because, you know, there was no statement that came out of Lucasfilm or Johnson ever saying it was officially not happening. That was all subject to rumors and as we know from you know following you know star wars news over decades and decades you know rumors are often completely untrustworthy but i mean i would encourage people to kind of take this stuff with a a grain of salt because i think johnson is pretty focused on you know making you know one if not more knives out sequels now and He loves mysteries. I think he's very comfortable in that world. And I I don't know how much he really wants to go back to Star Wars and get pummeled (laughs) again. I think maybe he's just keeping his options open because because why? Why wouldn't you? I mean, it's it's Star Wars. Why would you want to completely close that door? Yeah, it's like being up for a promotion that you don't really want, but you're like, oh, there is
0: money involved. I'll just keep, uh, you know, riding this train and and maybe nothing will happen and I'll still get paid.
1: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That might be a shitty way of saying it. Oh, I mean, and as much as, you know, a lot of, you know, Star Wars fans hate Ryan Johnson, I mean, it's pretty common knowledge that Kathleen Kennedy loves Ryan Johnson and would probably love to work with him again and would probably, you know, love to make three more films with him. So it's just, I think it just depends. We'll have to see a a lot of this depends on, you know, how well the Patty Jenkins and Taika Waititi films do. And if by the time those are done, if there's, you know, a strong enough appetite to see Ryan Johnson come back. And if the, the the fires have, you know, uh, you know, simmered down a bit (laughs) in the fandom, although judging, you know, by how angry people still are about, the, the, the prequels. Phantom Menace, you know, yeah. I, I wouldn't count on things simmering down too much.
0: No, man. Um, and, and also, I'd rather see a Ryan Johnson movie that's not, you know, a Star Wars movie.
1: Yeah, mean, so I'm would. a
0: sucker for Poirot and stuff like that, so I'd love to see 10 Knives Out movies.
1: Yeah, so would I.
0: <laughs> so, um, in casting news, uh, Game of Thrones' Aneurah Varma is set to join uh, the Obi-Wan Kenobi spinoff. Which is uh, the third House Martell uh, actor to appear in a
1: Star Wars thing? So wait, so that, Pedro Pascal? Who's who's the other one? Oh wait, oh wait, Jessica Henwick, right? Yes, just kidding. I have no idea what you're talking about. No, Je- to... <laughs> Jessica Henwick, who's uh, starring in the fourth Matrix. I believe she was an X-wing pilot in the Force Awakens, and sh- I think she was one of the Sand Snakes on Game of Thrones. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm glad someone knows what they're
0: doing here. (laughs) Um, And then also, uh, Ewan McGregor posted a picture of himself um, training to, you know, uh, become Obi-Wan Kenobi. And there are some incredible, terrible um, puns. Uh, My favorite, uh, and this is all thanks to Star Wars leaks on Reddit, which if you uh, are into Star Wars news, that's sort of a... Uh, a good jump off point to check out some of this stuff, but uh someone said he was trained by Qui-Gon Jim. <laughs> Ooh. Perhaps he's been Swolo. <laughs> or Chancellor Palprotein. There's a lot of other awful ones, but... uh <laughs> Those are <were> pretty bad. <laughs> someone said, it's an old meme, sir, but it checks out. <laughs> <laughs>
1: No, well, that's funny because that has nothing to do with, with Obi Wan, whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's in the Star Wars universe, so it's real. <laughs> yes, that's true. That's true. <laughs> if Admiral Piet said it, yeah. I mean, this is uh, interesting. I mean, for a while, I doubted that the Obi Wan series was even going to happen because Kathleen Kennedy decided to throw out all those scripts, and I'm I'm sure you know she did that for a, for a reason. I'm I'm because I'm sure it's hard as hell. To, you know, come up with enough, you know, convoluted, ridiculous things to make it seem like Obi-Wan did something while, you know, cooling his jets on Tatooine. How dare (laughs) you! (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, I'll tell you one thing that gives me hope for the Obi-Wan series is that Deborah Chow is directing. And she directed that episode of The Mandalorian where Mando saves uh, Baby Yoda from bernard herzog and company the third episode of the show season one Mm -hmm. and i I still feel like that is a high water mark for the mandalorian so with her in charge of the whole thing i I have some hope that it won't just be ewan mcgregor in a cave moping (laughs) (laughs)
0: yeah i'm pretty excited about it i um I feel like it's a good place to be at right now as a Star Wars fan because there's so much coming out and inevitably something is going to not be to our liking. But I feel like Obi-Wan sounds super exciting. Um, obviously, Book of Boba Fett. Book of Boba? What's it called? Book of Boba?
1: <laughs> it's the Book of Boba Fett, but I, I kind of like Book of Boba better. Book of Boba. Little, That's <laughs> Book of Boba. That's awful. Book
0: of Boba i i that's exciting bad batch uh obviously some of the new movies that are being teased a little bit uh but yeah the obi-wan show i'm the most excited about because i feel like that was obi-wan's a character that they really could explore well it's just a weird time that they're placing him at
1: yeah we talked
0: about it uh last week on attack of the clones but like they could have gotten away with Obi-Wan being younger and him and Anakin Skywalker teaming up and kicking ass at stuff. And that could have been a, you know, an episodic show that I would get into. God
1: help me. Maybe with a recast on Anakin. <laughs> well, I mean, you think about it. I suppose technically you could have done like a live action Clone Wars or something like that.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, my guess is with, you know, the Clone Wars um, animated series that they kind of already talked or, you know, they've already told that story. Sure. And I've noticed yeah. that they don't retread too much. Yeah, they yeah they go back and do the in-between stuff and the prequels and the sequels, but they, they never try to
1: reiterate um, a timeline again, it seems like. What do you think about the Obi-Wan series bringing in Hayden Christensen as Darth Vader? I hate it. I hate it. It's such, like, <laughs> stupid fan service.
0: I, I mean, my problem with Rogue One, amongst many, is is the, like, hey, it's Darth Vader, because he lives in this timeline, too. And it's like, that, <laughs> the story shouldn't have to be about that at all. We already got the Darth Vader arc. What What is that going to serve for both the Obi-Wan series and for Darth Vader as a character? What's it going to reveal?
1: Yeah, I have to agree. I mean, I think it is fan service and it's the most like kind of ridiculous out of left field fan service because as I'm sure a lot of people will recall you know George Lucas could have just you know put some bodybuilder in the Darth Vader suit for Revenge of the Sith but I guess he was in a good mood or something he let Hayden Christensen put it on but he had to have him wear high heels so he would look as tall as David Prowse (laughs) <laughs> and so I mean it's just so ridiculous like what you're going to put Christensen in high heels again to you know make some prequel fanboys happy it just it just seems like bending over backwards i mean just you know put like Jonas uh, Suotamo in there and simplify things you know yeah. have him play every really tall guy in Star Wars Yeah exactly he's the tall Warwick Davis of Yeah, the Star yeah Wars exactly <laughs>
0: Yeah, I, I I don't know. Maybe they plan on making Darth Vader a big part of the series, but I I just
1: I don't see it right now. Well, and it's very tricky because like, what are you going to have Darth Vader do? Because you can't have him and Obi Wan ever meet. You know, uh, when you left me, I was but the learner. Now I am the master. So <laughs> also remember that time when we were on some obscure planet and we fought <laughs> for
0: three seasons.
1: Yeah, and then they'll add some like little line like. If we meet again, we shall not speak of this because of continuity. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah I think it's it's wacky. And I, I mean, I, I'm i falling prey to it too with speculation. But uh, I'd like to think I can forget about it for a while. And um, when it comes out, maybe it'll surprise me pleasantly.
1: Yeah, and, and to be positive, uh, you know, Ian McGregor did you know, pretty good with George Lucas directing him. Imagine how well he'll do as Obi-Wan with a director who can direct actors <laughs> directing him. <laughs> Madness. <laughs>
0: uh, and then the last piece of news I really have for the day is that um, Disney announced that Star Wars The Bad Batch starts streaming on May the 4th, Star Wars Day, on Disney+. Plus. Um, are you excited about this at
1: all? Were you a Clone Wars guy? No, I, I wasn't. I watched uh the first season of the Gendy Tarkovsky clone Wars back in the day mm. I, I never really like followed the you know full long series so'm I'm, I'm not familiar with the intricacies of that that continuity but if you know if, if I don't know is, is like people who really know clone Wars is this something they want are they excited about it because I just I, I don't really have a lot of knowledge there it seems like it is I mean I'm, I'm not a big clone Wars
0: guy either um I'm not a big Star Wars animated, you know, universe fan either. Um, yeah, but I'll tune in, even though I think it's blasphemy because it's sort of a seems like it's a spiritual sequel or maybe just a sequel to the Clone Wars, the most recent Clone Wars um, series. Um, I don't know. I, I guess new Star Wars is exciting. I'm glad there's an audience for it. I'm glad that people are are maybe getting what they want. But uh, I sort of get the sense, almost like Mandalorian. Uh, People thought, "Why are you making this? Why should I care?" Yeah, so I might be pleasantly surprised.
1: Yeah, I mean it's it's definitely challenging. I mean we've talked about this before, but we are in a a new era. You know, this the the days of waiting three years for the next big Star Wars thing are dead and gone. And there are some advantages to that, and there are some disadvantages to that, which the, the next new thing doesn't necessarily feel like as huge an event, because there's a next new thing, it feels like every, you know, few months or so. It's
0: true. No, like, like I said, it is a really good time for Star Wars fans, and you can hopefully ignore the stuff you don't want to see, and get hyped for Book of Boba Fett, or Obi-Wan, or whatever it is you're into.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, that's a great, a great thing. I mean, it's kind of like the... It's like taking the kind of expanded universe experience and doing it on a grand scale where, you know, back in the, you know, 90s, early 2000s, it's like, you don't like the new Jedi Order? No problem. You can go through the whole Jedi Academy trilogy. You know, you don't like Dark Empire? Guess what? You know, there was a whole series of, you know, Marvel comics back in the 70s and 80s that, you know, filled in the gaps in the original trilogy so you can kind of like pick and choose like you know what kind of like helps make your fan experience and you know the the sort of themes and stories that draw you the most emotionally well um I think that's it for
0: us for this week. Um tune in next week where we talk about Revenge of the Sith. Yay speaking of Hayden Christensen and his incredible uh acting, incredible <laughs> range You'll turn
1: her against me, you'll not take her from me
0: You can get in touch with us at bestbinicecreampod at gmail.com. Feel free to drop us a line. Tell us you love it or hate it or uh, that you feel nothing. Or that, you know, it feels like sand through your hands. (laughs) I don't know. Is that romantic? (laughs) (laughs) You can find me on Twitter at IamJoshO85. Ben is at THO Bennett with two N's and two T's. As well as tho movie reviews at tho movie dot dot com. That's all for us. Have a great week, and the force will be with you always. <music>